And cut on that. Buddy! Yes! If you like me, you're no doubt a big fan of this podcast, The Pope on Film. I mean, who is it nowadays? Uh, but only real fans, true hardcore fans who have been with us since the beginning, uh, back when we were a radio show. Yes. <laughs> uh, would know a two things about A radio us. show, because we were innovators. Yeah. yeah. Uh, only people who've been with us since the beginning would know two undeniable facts about the both of us. Two undeniably really real and in no way made up on the spot facts about the both of us. America's hottest will they or won't they couple. The next Sam and Diane, Bunny and Steve. First and foremost, Bunny, is the fact that when you're not doing the podcast, you teach children. Bunny, uh, why did teaching call to you, and what is it you've been teaching your students lately? Um, because just as a country, we've got to do better. Um, mm-hmm. we have just—I mean, talk about I, dumbing down is is no longer a theory. We have been dumbed down. So, you know, children are our future. The only way we're going to climb out of this uh, and and become the nation that we should be again is by educating her uh, our children. Uh, so because of that, I am teaching them competitive quail throwing. Nice. The sport of kings. Yes. Yes. You know, so... so it, it, It's a fine ancient tradition, so, you know, I get to teach a little bit about history. Um, it, you know, there's, there's a certain geometry and mathematics that it takes in actually throwing your quail, you know, and yeah. there is a a certain um, Republican Party sensibility when you snap the quail's wings before throwing it, or you know, or else they'll just fly away. They're fucking birds, you know. Yeah. Um, so there's cruelty involved as well, you know. And that's going to be important coming into the next Mad Max future that we're coming to. You know, they're going to be able, they're going to need that skill. They're going to need a certain amount of knowledge about torturing small animals. Good, good, good. Uh, While you were saying that, the edibles started kicking in, so, uh, so that's exciting. Yes. Like, you can see it happen. And, <laughs> and now, on the other side, throughout that entire story, it happened instantly, and now the rest of the podcast is going to be very exciting. Uh, and the second thing that you would know about me is that I'm a lover of history. I love it, but I'm also a storyteller. So what I like to do at this portion of the show is find a story from the history books Maybe one that people don't know too, too, too well, and reword it via my own unique storytelling panache. And that's where we are. Another 
educationally uneducational installment of Steve's Historic Approximations! Dun, 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 or shap, as I like to call it, repeatedly, annoyingly, whether anyone wants me to or not, personally. I like the name Shap. It's short, but it's powerful. It's the Barry B. Benson of podcast segments. Anywho, this week on the old Shappity Shap Shap, we will be discussing hockey and the unlikely career of NHL goaltender David Ayres. A-Y-R-E-S. I'm just going to air. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say David Ayres. Okay. This won't be be the longest chap. This won't be the funniest chap, but it's a good one. And I really like it. Now this is about hockey, about professional hockey and the the NHL, the National Hockey League and a full disclosure, I know jack squat about hockey or sports in general, for that matter. I'm a guy, but I'm not that kind of guy. I think I wear too many skirts to care about any professional sports. Okay. Is a safe way to explain that. Um, now, my wife, Natasha, has recently gotten into hockey... And the NHL, and she loves her team is the Seattle Krakens. I don't remember exactly how or why she's into hockey now, but knowing my wife, it's probably because of something gay. My wife has now appeared in front of me. I did not tell her that I was writing her into the intro of Shep. Why did you get into hockey? Was it was it because of that comic strip about the gay hockey players? Oh my god, that was so adorable and I still haven't finished it because I'm sad and I don't want it to end. But, no. Um, because that's just a cute little comic and it's adorable and there's pie. But also... Actually, was there a gay player? Like, why did you get into no, hockey? The story itself was wrong, bro. Biddy being gay, but no, um... Ashley. Ashley is a hockey fan. She plays hockey. She's from Canada. Okay. Like, so a friend of yours is a hockey fan. And she, well, and she knows how to get me. And they yes, got you right, hockey. They got me with a hook. Uh, it, because Braden Holby is a very big supporter of the LGBT community. Ah, so a player is a supporter of the LGBTQ community. I knew it was something gay-related. Him and his wife would go to the Pride events in Pittsburgh and D.C. all the time, and he'd wear the Caps, like, shirt for gay pride. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it's super awesome. He was in the news most recently. Well, probably forgetting. He probably has COVID. I don't know. But he was the one that went to Vancouver. Oh. He couldn't get his turtles across the border. And somebody is, has called him Turtle Boy in the news, and I'm like, really? He couldn't go with something else. Why don't? Why didn't he just sneak his turtles in illegally, Johnny Depp style? <laughs> Remember Johnny Depp? He, he like went to Australia or something, and he brought his two dogs, and then Australia threatened to kill his dogs. Yeah. <laughs> because Australia is focused on the important parts of uh, running a country. Killing uh, Jack Sparrow's anyway. dogs. 
But then they had to go and announce the Seattle Kraken, and like, come and that on, gotcha man. because tentacles. Come on, yeah. <laughs> uh, since I'm talking about Canada and hockey, will you get me a Labatt's blue? I just thought that was a really good idea. I've got like 50 different beer koozies from. Uh, we got a lot of free stuff from the weed convention. Nice. Uh, Lotus Gold Marijuana Dispensary. I'm using the Origin. Uh, I'm going to yeah. use Emerald Alley Dispensary and Farms. I'm currently using <laughs> Shot. Okay, there you go. Origin Boom. Extracts. Okay, so I'm drinking Canadian beer during this chat. It fits. That's good. Okay. Uh, so David Ayers, regular guy, born in Ontario, Canada, and like many Canadianites, or Canadians, as I believe they like to be called. David Ayers dreamed of playing professional hockey, like so many people, dreaming of being a professional hockey player. So when he was a kid, he grew up as a youth, playing youth ice hockey. Oh, I'm sorry. Youths. Youths. I didn't like my cousin Vinny, but I will say youths until the day I die. And that's <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> and, uh, he he grew up playing a youth ice hockey and going to ice hockey camps, which is apparently a thing. And then when he got older, he started playing in in Allen Cup hockey. And the Allen Cup Hockey League is basically Little League for adults. So, like, imagine that in America there was Little League and then also Big League for the drunk parents of all the Little Leaguers. So there's uh, youth hockey and then there's adult youth hockey, like an unprofessional organization of various teams throughout Canada that, that play against each other and and he's a goalie and so he's doing he's playing unprofessional hockey but he still dreams of one day making the time but then in 2004 David Ayers gets sick really sick turns out he's in kidney failure and he needs a new kidney and his mom mama Ayers donates a kidney to her son and so he survived now he has a new kidney but he's not at a hundred percent and then after that he got skin cancer and then he beat skin cancer and then he got skin cancer again skin cancer to the reckoning yeah and so so david Ayers recovers from all of that from two bouts of skin cancer and kidney failure and a kidney transplant and he's like he sadly, tragically, gives up his dreams of being a professional hockey player because no one is going to ever allow a mid-30s, early-40s guy with kidney problems and uh, reoccurring bouts of skin cancer to be on an NHL team. So David Ayers gives up his dream of NHL hockey stardom and gets a small-time job at the Rico Coliseum. That's the home of the Toronto Marlies. Yeah, the Toronto Marlies. Well, I'm just thinking, Uh, you really, I mean, for the kidney alone, you wouldn't want him him on a hockey. 
hockey team. You yeah. know, especially since it's mom's kidney. Like, like everybody's getting ready, and, and like, all of a sudden the kidney starts saying, Oh, okay, you, you. Where's your helmet? Where's your helmet? Put your helmet on. And, and you. Are oh, you really great. going out to play looking like that? Okay, uh, honey, you 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 made me uh, second guess myself. So I checked really quick. I binged it. I Microsoft binged it. Toronto has two teams. They have the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Toronto Marlies. I don't know what a Marley is. I know what Marley and me is, but I don't know what Toronto. Oh, I I, I just remembered a segment we're going to get to in, in a little bit, and I'm really excited about it. Uh, speaking of team names, I'm very excited to get there. We'll get there in a second. Okay. Um, so uh, David Ayers gets a job at the Rico Coliseum, and uh, he's a maintenance man. He's not technically a Zamboni driver, but his job occasionally calls for some ice resurfacing with an Zamboni. ice resurfacing machine but yeah basically he's a maintenance man who also uh drives the zamboni and eventually the coach for the toronto marlies the f is a marley okay the the coach for the toronto marlies finds out that david ayers did some goalie work previously so during practice they would occasionally get the maintenance man and use him as a practice goalie but that's it that's it and then, and then the Toronto Maple Leafs, who also sometimes use the team, would be like, "Oh, you've got a guy. You use him as a goalie. Okay, I'll bring him in, and uh, we'll we'll use him for practice too." So he's getting very close to his dream. But at this time, he's in his forties. Yeah, he's not in the best health. He's a little bit out of shape. But he he's he's very close to his dream, but still oh so far. Because it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a practice goalie occasionally, but that's it. You know, this is as close as I'm ever going to get because now I'm like 41. I'm like 42 years old. He's a cancer survivor, a kidney uh, transplant survivor. Like no one would ever actually use me on a team. For some Cut. reason, for some reason, I keep picturing Chris Farley. Oh my god. That's amazing. Okay. Put a pin on that, okay? okay. Put a pin on he imagined uh Chris Farley when I'm telling this story. Put a pin on that, okay? Okay. That is fascinating that you got there. So cut to February twenty second, twenty twenty, right before the fit hit the shan as far as the coronavirus happens. Um the Rico Coliseum, now called the Coca-Cola Coliseum, it is an NHL match between the Carolina Hurricanes and the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's an intense game, and during the game, Carolina Hurricanes goalie James Remmer is injured. And the, the Carolina Hurricanes coach says, ah, oh, that's okay. Hey, don't worry. That's why we have a backup goalie. Go get him, Peter. <laughs> His name is Peter Mrazek. That's P-E-T-R. So in my mind, I've given Peter so much life while writing this because it's not Peter. 
I'm Peter. I'm a good American. Do you want to go to the new cutlery barn on 4th Street? No, it's P-E-T-R. So in my mind, the backup goalie is, uh... Okay, first, we stop Puck. Then, we eat Puck. Eating Puck makes you strong like bear. So the... Eating, eating Puck is good, much better than beets in Homeland. The backup goalie may have the microfilm. Yeah, yeah. In my mind, he's just such a rich character. In such a rich character. Have you, uh, I'm sorry, Peter, do you have uh, uh, any previous uh, hockey experience? No, but in my home country, I oftentimes have to run on ice to avoid bear. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, we'll just, we'll make you a goalie. So <laughs> in my mind, Peter is just, just so good that like, excuse me, coach, I see much ice on floor. Can I bring some back to my wife and children? <laughs> uh, Olga, we eat good tonight. I bring home ice from arena. It's so much better than eating pucks. So I just, I'm a fan of, of Peter Mrazek in my head. Huge Peter fan. So, uh, Peter, it's not Peter, it's Peter. Yeah. Uh, Carolina's substitute goalie, he goes out there, he substitutes for James Reimer, and soon our man Peter is also injured. So, oh no, Peter hurt. Peter, go back to Hovel, to my fat wife. She take care of me. She feed me beets. <laughs> so Peter is hurt. And uh, the Carolina Hurricanes, they're a long way from home. If this was a home game for the Carolina Hurricanes, they could probably find someone to substitute. But they're in uh, Canada. Yeah. They're, they're in Canada deep in the heart of uh, Canadian country. And they're like, oh, my God, we are screwed. We need a goalie, and we need one fat, or else we forfeit the game. And I'd like to pause for a second, because you probably already know where this chef is headed. So I want to go in a slightly different direction. The team is named the Carolina Hurricanes. Okay. Bunny, there is an NHL team in Colorado. Do you know the name of the NHL team in Colorado? The Avalanche. The Colorado Avalanche. You, you can't live they, here and not know. Kill people in their hometown. Like, like we need to rename the Florida Panthers the Florida Mets. <laughs> Let's just start renaming all of the NHL teams, uh, and all of the names will just be things that could kill you if you were there. No Canada, but maybe like the maple leaves fall from the sky and go into the throats of children and kill them. Possibly. And that's why they're Colorado maple leaves because the maple leaves are killing people. Like, I think it's kind of effed up that it's like, a, like, a, oh, a deadly, deadly hurricane swept through Carolina, killing 84 people. Now it's time to cheer for our hurricanes as they fight. The Toronto Maple Leafs this Saturday at the Rico Coliseum. You know, like, <laughs> like weird. 
that and that there are NHL teams out there that are names after ways to kill people. You know, it's morbid, is what I think. Oh, well, the this Arizona is where you need, Coyotes. This is where you need the California Forest Fires to step up their game. Uh, you're talking about the uh, NHL team the Los Angeles Kings I have already changed them they are now the LA (laughs) drive-bys I went through some of the names the Arizona Coyotes are now the Arizona Heat Strokes the Florida Panthers are now the Florida Mets this was the hardest one for me the New York Rangers are now the New York fall and slip to your death during a drunken rooftop party. (laughs) I had a hard time with that one. Anyway, that's just an idea. We need to go through the uh, NHL teams and just rename all of them. Anywho, you probably already know where this story is going. David Ayer made history in February of 2020, and I think this would have been a bigger story if... Shortly after this, everyone started getting sick and dying. But, damn, David Ayer is the oldest goaltender in NHL history to win their regular season debut. With David Ayer's help, the Carolina Hurricanes won 6-3, to three, and David Ayer managed to stop 8 out of 10 shots. And that is fascinating for a 42-year-old man with kidney problems and skin cancer. Yes. This is a fascinating story that just some regular freaking schlub maintenance Zamboni driver accidentally ended up making his NHL debut for... Carolina of all places uh-huh. and now the hot and now the hockey stick that he used is uh in the NHL Hall of Fame. He was named the star of the game and the governor of North Carolina Roy Cooper made Ayers an honorary citizen of North Carolina. In Raleigh, North Carolina, February 25th is David Ayer's Day. And just this... Yeah. And just this past February, uh, Disney announced that they are working on a movie of David Ayer's story, and it looks like it's going to be starring James Corden. Really? So when you said, I'm imagining Chris Farley, I'm like, you're not far off. (laughs) Because it looks like they're getting like a big, huge, comedic schlub. Yes. The star in the David Ayers movie, whatever it's going to be called, but yeah. Uh, David Ayers, regular guy and also hockey legend. I know I say this a lot at the end of Shaps, but uh, damn it, I am surprised that more people do not know this story. Because this is absolutely... In in doing Shaps, do you get the point where you feel like, I better stop researching this 
before it goes horribly wrong. You know, like like if you dig a little deeper, and and it's just like David Ayers, Grand Wizard. If this happened in America, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that it happened in Canada, there's less of a chance. Yeah. But yeah, I imagine this happened in America. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Mark Henry Johnson became the first Ku Klux Klan member to ever be an NHL goaltender. But no, uh, you random guy from Canada, there's less a chance that he's going to be a total nut job like that. Three manslaughter charges. Yeah. And I love this story. And I love Shap in general. Let me tell you why, Bunny. Any good podcast has three critical parts. First, you need a great team. Secondly, you need a proper film to watch. And lastly, there's no Pope on film without uh, Shaps and Weeds. That's correct. Yeah. I was really worried at the beginning of this week's movie that, like, oh, crap, is there going to be narration through all of this? <laughs> but no, it's beginning so that that was like phew here's another few Denise Richards is hardly in this week's film I consider that a positive but we're gonna save that anywho that well, was it how she looked was Steve. another positive I'll get there too yeah okay so uh, that's it for this week's Shap. be sure and join us next week for more educationally uneducational fun with Steve's historic <coughs> approximation! And cut on that. Bunny! Yes. Bunny! Yes. We still have a movie to discuss. We need to talk about Edge. We need to talk about Nicolas Cage. We need to talk about Bill and Ted 3. We need to talk about the TV show Blossom! Uh, but before we get to any of that, maybe we should take a break. Should we take a break? We should take a break. I concur. We will be right back with more of the Poop on Film after this. Do 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 do